The Table is Yours podcast contains content that may not be suitable for some audiences, such as themes of violence, swearing, sexual language, alcohol, and death. We advise you to check the episode description for any other specific content warnings. Please, if any sequences or episodes are ever triggering or uncomfortable in any way, we ask you to take a pause from the episode or skip it entirely. It is important that our table is a safe space for everyone, including you. The Table is Yours podcast is a role-playing adventure show where a bunch of friends around a table and through video call play tabletop role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons. Together, we hope to bring the joy and fun of our game to you wherever you are, as if you're part of our table. For when you're sitting, creating, and playing with us, the table is yours. Hello, and welcome to The Table is Yours, a role-playing adventure where a bunch of friends sit around a table or through Discord and play Dungeons and Dragons as well as other RPG stuff. Yeah, I am your beloved DM, GM of the Faded Fates, Con Riley. My pronouns are they, them. And my fun fact for this week is I forgot to tell everybody to level up to level five. So do that. Oh my god, you did it! Because I asked you beforehand! Yeah, you forgot to roll the dice now, so that's exciting. Uh, so let's go around and just say hello to our friendly faces that we all know, uh, starting with Lexi. Hello, <laughs> campers! My name, <laughs> my name is Lexi May. I use she, her pronouns. I play one, the human artificer. Uh, and a fun fact for me is my first D&D character um, that I did not, the first one that I played like, through a full campaign with, um, was a Kenku close quarter shooter named Kid, who Aww. was saved by the very people that destroyed their village. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> you played a Kenku as your first ever d and I, know, I never impressive. said I was a smart woman. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Andrew. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. I play Wash, and my first... I get it. It's D and D adjacent. It's Pathfinder. Uh, my first character was uh, Milo, a halfling fighter who used two short swords and was immediately permanently blinded in the first. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I'm Sydney. I play uh, Codex Sayori. I almost said the wrong name. Um, she is now a level two fighter, level three sorcerer. Woo. Um, and my pronouns are she, her, and, um, the first ever character that I played was a, also Pathfinder, also named Nilo, um, (laughs) and, uh, he was a, uh, ranger elf, um, with the custom background of Feral Child, because he got lost in the woods when he was, like, two, um, and was raised by an owl for a hundred years. Hi! I'm Rebecca, uh, I use she, her pronouns, and I play Isabella Ballador, tiefling paladin 3, bard 2, uh, since we are level 5. Uh, my first campaign was with Lexi as DM. I wore this shirt, actually. Ooh, <laughs> Thematic. Uh, and I played a elf bard milf. Yes. Hi, my name is Vic, and I, my pronouns are they them. And I play mad scientist barbarian Terence Astonis, um, full barbarian. My <laughs> first character that I ever played was someone my character talked to last session, or this session before that one. Um, my first character was Nova Inferna. She was a fire genasi fighter, paladin towards the end. Um, yeah, she was in the Legend of Rogue Con, which is something we've mentioned a couple times here, and the first full campaign story world in. 
first campaign in this story world. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, hey everybody, my name is Heather Lore. I use she, her pronouns, but honestly, I don't give a fuck. Call me whatever. Call me daddy. <laughs> Call me daddy. <laughs> Do it. Um, my first character was super basic. It was pre-made from the DM. So it was just supposed to be a one shot, and it was a half elf ranger with an urban bounty hunter background. No bad. Oh, there you go. My first ever uh, character was I wanted him to be a ranger because I love Legolas from <laughs> Lord of the Rings, and someone's like, it's like Lord of the Rings is Skyrim. Um, so it was like, they're like, Lord of the Rings is Skyrim, that's basically what it is. Uh, but they were like, rangers, not great, and also kind of complicated for being, also being not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, now there's the revised, which is better. Oh, so much it's better. better. It's so much better. Um, but his name was Pedwig Glim, and he ended up being a bard whose main like weapon was uh, a, a, a short bow. And I just remember the funniest thing was he he was a charlatan background, and so it was like you have your not a, not a scheme to you, or it was you have a scam you can run. Yeah. yeah and my my scam was I pinned a wine glass to a pole with a nail. What? <laughs> Cool. In my head, I was like, that's gonna trick everybody. <laughs> it tricked me, got me fooled. Scammed. <laughs> I'm considering me. <laughs> you can follow us anywhere at TTIYDND um, on most socials. I think all of them, basically Instagram, Twitter, Patreon. Please support our Patreon if you want cool exclusive content that I'm sure we'll have by this time since we recorded this months before. Let's do a quick recap. What story shall be sung today? One can never know how the melody might sound. Our adventurers have already begun to pluck the strings of their story, and their combined composition is unfolding like a road before us. Well, we tried our best to stop any unwanted bids from being placed for us, but were wildly unsuccessful since Lady Seraphima Rousseau, who is one's, or should I say Cornelia's, aunt, donated 30,000 gold for us, and no one disputed that. We were shocked, to say the least. Terence and I tried to inspect Verano's body, but the lid of the coffin was shut. As for the others, Codex tried her best to see if she owed Balthazar anything, since she asked him to kill Verano. Seraphima and One had a very intimidating private conversation with Lady Rousseau, threatening our armored friend, and Issa continued lying to her parents, pretending her boyfriend was Casimir. After the auction, we began to return to the echo chamber, but were caught by Casimir, who told us the next day that his sister, Fiara Damata, the Ball of the Naramont Society, wished to speak with us. Issa also spoke with Maud afterwards and explained what Casimir told her earlier that week about Balthazar and the undead army. The two expressed their concerns with sharing the information with Sean, who Maud had said had been acting strange lately. Codex asked us to have a debrief in her room at the Lost and Found about everything going on with our accumulating problems. One seemingly stopped her from talking about our apparent fifth problem. After that, Issa stayed to talk with Codex, saying she knew that the fifth problem was her, and one being involved with the theft of the Darkroot Diamond and Casimir and Fiara knew, so she should be prepared to talk with them the next day about it. The science team then met up, One and Terence putting me in the fold of their group. We talked about Terence's chemistry, One making me a shadow maker, and then One told me she recognized my magic from a thing she was involved with some time ago, telling me about this person named Kuzon that used it. She suspected me to be from the Grove, as he was. Definitely something we'd need to discuss later. The next day, once arriving in the Naramont Society in a very secretive way through Casimir, we met 
Fiara. She told us that she matched Serafima's bid to co-patron the Faded Fates. Since she was a bull, Serafima had to agree. She then explained that she wanted to see if she could trust us for mutual benefits. She said she'd start, revealing that she was Phoebe the entire time. Definitely did not see that coming. Wonderful recap. Uh, so, any questions, concerns, comments, queries, wonders, hopes, wishes? Dreams. Dreams. <laughs> no? Alrighty. Well, then with that, let us get in there. Uh, so, the table is yours. Uh, you are still just standing in front of uh, now what looks like the visage of Phoebe. Shit. <laughs> Have you been here the whole time? Kind of like quickly dis- dismantles the 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 visage. Um, yes, I have. It's a good way to find information. It's also a good way to keep yourself from keep yourself in the now without being yourself. Fair enough. Is is this why you were so blurry the last time we talked? <laughs> Potentially, but I'm pretty sure my magic's pretty good for not just anybody to notice. Okay, well. (laughs) (laughs) She just kind of like shrugs. If she said she noticed, she noticed. (laughs) (laughs) She noticed me. Okay, well, you know. Does that mean with the um, Phoebe was the one who told us about the martyrs in the first place? Does that mean you're involved with them as well? I want to pay very close attention to her reaction with uh, the martyrs mentioned. Uh, roll insight. Anybody else who would like to can also roll insight. I actually... Can I be watching Casimir's reaction to this? Sure. I'll roll insight on her because I'm asking the question. I'm, very good. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just watching. I'm just like, oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's hot, so... Uh, <laughs> no, just, mm-hmm, okay. I got an eight, so I'll just ask her the question. <laughs> I sure got a three. Uh, anybody else roll insight? Got a ten. Ten? Damn. Maybe I got a twenty-three. Hey, oh, on Casimir. On Casimir, though. So I mean, like, you guys are having your fun. Issa's like, hmm. Uh, did you roll codex? I'm sorry. Yeah, I got an eleven. Eleven. Uh, she's not gonna help. She's just chilling. Sh- <laughs> uh, she doesn't seem to have like a reaction. She just kind of like sips her drink. Does that mean? Yeah. Like, are you involved with them? You realize there's no Phoebe, right? Yeah. So therefore... You are. You are involved. <laughs> You're Terence, yes? Yeah. The smart one, assumedly. Well, one of them. I like to think so. The one who created a type of potion to make people into giants, sort of. He has like a slight twinge of his face <laughs> when she says potion. He's like... Potion! It's chemicals! Yes. What is the name of the group? This one? No, the one you're asking me about. Oh. The Martyrs of Ponte. Right. The Martyrs of Ponte. My name is Fiara Di Marta. There's a reason why a group of... 
Avengers, let's say. That's a Braria's ass. <laughs> That's a Braria's ass. <laughs> There's a reason why a group who seeks vengeance has a name. The Dematas were the leaders of Ponte, the most prosperous city in the wilds. Until the Berg took that from us. Questions I'm sure you all have. I'm here to potentially answer them to see how much I trust you. She does not look happy. Casimir's <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like, standing there. Your insight on Casimir, Isav, at this point, he doesn't seem to be too reactive. Like, out of the two of them, he's the more reactive one. He'll, like, look over to her when she says certain things. And it's not like... Like, what did you say? Like, like it's but just more like, what? A, like, what did she say? You, he will like have a bit more of a reaction to what she's saying, where she's probably just like kind of like holding a glass of wine and just kind of like looking down at her on paper. She's not really giving you guys full eye contact yet. Um, but you watch as Cower walks up uh, next to to Casimir, as well as another displacer-looking beast, um, kind of like orangey and fiery uh, fur um, with two horns as well. Um, that one kind of like you see probably like the two tails pass by and like whip behind Fiara before it like goes to the side of her desk which is on the left of Casimir so why us 30,000 as a steep price because you've made a name for yourself and it's easier to get things done when you're an adventuring group being funded by the literal government okay are you a secret patron, or is this public knowledge? That's yet to be determined. So you'd like us to keep it quiet for She kind of, like, throws her hands up a bit in this very, like, somber, slow mood. Who's to say at this point? I guess it's me, but I haven't yet chosen. This is all a very last-minute and rash decision, so... Probably at this point, she probably like locks eyes, probably with you, Terrence. She's probably just like, when you say that, just kind of like, she's probably like, never really looked at any of you, kind of looked down at her notes, like passing by you, and probably at that point, you like, that's when you get like the locked eyes of like her red eyes, kind of just like lock with you. Um, yeah. He, he holds them, like he is like, like <laughs> he holds them, her eyes. Um, <laughs> um, yep. He just doesn't, he doesn't like, he doesn't waver, because he seems like interested in what she's saying, at least, even if she's being. Like looking, like looking down on him in a way. Poor Terrence is used to it. This one is anybody nervous here? No, no. Codex is internally, but externally. Anybody else? <laughs> Codex tried to do the like one facade. Yeah, she's like, Whew. no, she's being washed right now. Wash, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Shay's very intrigued because she prefers Lady Piara over Seraphima. So she's like. I like this turn of events. Yeah. <laughs> Nervous as in I'm walking through TSA, but I and I have nothing in my backpack, but I feel like they're gonna <laughs> like someone put a gun in there. What a real like, feeling. <laughs> what a real You know what I mean? Like, real like feeling. I'm nervous for what reason I don't know, and I don't feel like there's a reason I should be. Mm. But it's and looming. one Connie, you're not nervous? No, I'm just kinda of defeated. I'm like another person bought us. God damn it. Issa? No. She's like She's kind of like Shay intrigued, but she's also just kind of like 
indifferent right now, trying to figure out why Casimir has told her things that Fiara is not telling us, that other people have told her that not... Like, it's just like, she's just kind of swirling in information right now, I think. But she's not nervous to be here. Got it. Okay, then uh, Codex and Terrence make a charisma check. Issa, make a wisdom check. Nope, I got a five. Five, okay. Not a saving throw, just a straight wisdom. Yeah. Terrence? Codex. Um, I think I think if anybody is watching too, her too closely, you can absolutely tell that she every now and then she looks over at Wash and is just like me, like slightly mirroring how he's standing. Um, but I got a net twenty for a total of twenty four. Noted. Ooh, okay. Damn. Wow. Hell yeah. Okay. Noted. I think Terrence um, is trying to act cool, but he has his like hands ringing behind his back, kind of <laughs> like. Terrence, you're gonna hear Fiara out loud say, "Calm yourself." Mm. Um, right when she says calm yourself in your head Issa you you hear Casimir says calm your mind okay Issa will take a deep breath and just kind of try and settle her thoughts so no questions no curiosities no wonders you still didn't really answer my question what was your question why do you want us do you know what it means to be an adventurer? Not really. It means you get to balance on this line of morality. Not necessarily good or evil, but... You stop a robber by breaking the wall of the bank. You don't get arrested for breaking the wall. You get praised for killing the robber, stopping them, arresting them. So you want us to commit crime? No. I'm explaining what an adventurer is. You can allow a dragon to raise an entire village. But if you defeat it, the lords of the city over will be fine with you. Maybe even give you gold for it. But that village will still be untouched. You're almost like a rat unseen in the sewers. A rat will go in the sewers and do as it pleases. When a rat is in a sewer or a rat is in its element, no one questions what it does and it's allowed to pass freely. Most of the time, too, a rat is allowed to wander a city. As long as it's not infiltrating a house, it shouldn't be. You are a rat. In a position I'm in, I'm not allowed to pass freely in places any longer. If I have people I can trust, we could get things done together. So... And she kind of leans forward and then probably, like, one by one looks at you all in the eyes. What gripes do you have? What can I help you with? I actually have a question for you. And you are Shay? I am Shay. Hmm. You said your family used to rule, oversee, be in charge of Ponte, but were you personally there? You or Casimir or Balthazar? She kind of pauses. All three of us were there. We were next in line. What happened to your parents? They were killed. And the city raised. 300 years ago. Give or take. And then she kind of lifts her hand up, which is very pristine, very pale, uh, probably very well manicured fingers. 
And that's when everything changed. And we've been stuck in this tormentuous hell for nearly 400. How did it change? For you? What do you mean? Physically. I know the city changed and completely overtook what was yours before. Let's say my complexion was much darker than most of the people in this room, save one. That's one thing. My eyes changed color. My hunger's changed. Did someone do this to you? All of you? I'm sure. I don't know who, though. Would you like us to find out? I don't necessarily need you to find out who did it, what did it, whatever. Here's what happened. People from the Berg didn't like us. The wild used to be very lush plainlands. Does it look lush? No. Oh, there was a river. That doesn't look lush. <laughs> that's that's that, that, the word you're thinking of is lavish, not lush. <laughs> I've never seen a river either. Though I do know who's behind it, or what. Really? The Berg. Do you think there's some larger force here sucking the life away from the wilds? I think the Berg is just a parasite that's been feeding off this land for much too long. And who's to know if it's God's people? Something else. From everything my brother has told me from his viewing of you all, you all seem like people who have been slighted by this city. Is that a wrong presumption? Seems accurate. Something taken from somewhere it ought to be. Someone lost to an unnamed war. History you don't really know about that causes tingles in your fingertips. Uncertainty about faith. A life of privilege ripped out of your hands. Both of your hands. He's weak! He is because One definitely just like turns to you. Like, and you you can't, well, obviously the, the mask is on, but like, it's a very pointed, you're like. That was a really good, like, you both looked at each other at exactly yeah, the same time. It was, like, it was really good to look at wow. him personally. Now, <laughs> now, you could say this means I'm just, I've been stalking you, I've been finding out information, I've been digging where I ought not be. If it didn't matter to the people that you are currently in the party you're making for yourselves, this adventuring party, the Faded Fates, then I would not have asked you to come here if it didn't matter. As seedy as it might be being the bull of the Naramont Society, I'm here for a reason. And I've clawed tooth and nail to be here. I'm not an enemy. And I have to be. If you need to be, that is a different matter entirely. But I feel like we might have common ground. And I feel like we all want to uncover what dark secrets lie behind the Berg. And it's not something that will be uncovered by tomorrow or the week after, or maybe even a year. This is a partnership I'm proposing. And maybe you're not worth it. And maybe I'm being stupid taking a chance, but my brother trusts you for some reason. Dead, dead look into Issa's eyes. <laughs> and my other brother's very intrigued with you. 
dead look into Codex's eyes. Isa and right now, they're like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> We're just so hot. Mm, mm. The brothers want us. <laughs> All you need to know is I have truths I want to uncover from this city. And I have stakes and vengeance I would like to enact. And if we're going to do this, I don't want it to be... It can't just be paying someone off. It can't just be, I'll get rid of your seedy aunt. If we want the rot removed from the land, we need to clean it out from the bottom. Which means we all need to uncover truths. Well, I, for one, would like to help you in any way I can. So, again, I ask and open the floor. What do you want us to do first? We're going to erect you a keep here in the third, probably near the Silent District. For those who don't know where the Silent District is, that's where the Opera House is, that's where the museum is. It's kind of an inverse name because it's a very popular district to be in. And it's not like it's like, quiet. The museum is called the Silent Museum, but it's not obviously silent, it's just... They cast. Uh, Who fucking knows what they call that? They mm-hmm. cast silence on you as soon as you enter. Yeah, oh, you know talking in the museum. The library's right next door. Just like fuck. Why didn't you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to be lackadaisical adventurous, to so just do run of the mill whatever, then I guess I've wasted thirty thousand dollars. But I will still be your patron and help you in whatever way I possibly can. And it's like the the most sneer snide fucking smile you see. <laughs> And you see her, like, her fangs, too, when she smiles, and it's like, ugh. <laughs> I think you know we're in too deep to just be. I don't. I brought you here to talk to you. Would you like to talk? Yeah, um, I actually have some questions. <laughs> um, this might be really specific, but, um, back at the uh, at Lady Seraphim's party, I saw you arguing with Balthazar. What were you arguing about? <sighs> She sighs. As I said before, the three of us, like anybody else, has been hit with unforgivable moments in time. The way myself and my younger brother decided to enact our own kind of recovery, let's say, has been a bit more mutually safe. My eldest brother does not agree with our tactics. He has for a long time taken his curse, put it as a power for him, and used it to sully his own gluttony. To call to blessing and make himself a dark fucking lord, I don't know. He's been doing something. And I'm afraid I know too little about whatever plans he has. Other than necromantic magic and... I don't want to say sacrificial, but the use of mortal lives. He's been doing some pretty dark things that I don't know anything about. Our argument had to deal with me trying to convince him to maybe try and see the proverbial light. Not make everything dark and twisted. We don't see each other much anymore. Okay. Um. 
second question, super not attached to to the first question. Um, can you also do the whole I'm Phoebe thing? And she looks over at Casimir. Uh, well, I... And, like, you watch as, like, Casimir turns into, like, a tan... A, a tanner version of himself with, with dark hair. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of having, the like, almost ash blonde, if not white hair, it's, like, uh, chestnut brown. But you can't turn into Phoebe. What do you not get about I am Phoebe? No, I get that you're Phoebe. I'm just making. Can can anybody? Can can Balthazar also do this? Can everybody that's part for of a long time? Yes, we all, this, we all we all we all remained. Uh, we took we took and retained what we looked like before our afterlife or whatever the fuck this is to seem normal. I was Phoebe. Phoebe was me. Sure, her name okay. was Fiara, and she was a lady in waiting. It was me before the curse. Okay. You don't have to get, like, angry about it. I'm just asking. I don't understand a lot of what's going on, so. She kind of, like, shakes her head and scoffs. <laughs> you trust these people? <laughs> I trust some of them, from the ones I know. <laughs> Looks at Justisa. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your ideal outcome from this? At the end of this, like, what is the... You want us to get Balthazar, stop whatever he's doing, and keep him alive. What then? If we can stop him. That is a very long and loaded question. Do you mean what is my goal entirely at the end of whatever I'm achieving to doing? You said you wanted to unlock truths. After those truths are revealed. I want to break down the Bergian government. I want to destroy the Church of the Eventide. Would you like me to continue? Yes. Issa has like a little falter when she's like, I want to destroy the Church of the Eventide. Like what? Someone flip a coin. Yeah. Oh, I can do Audrey. Issa tries to hide it. (laughs) This is relevant. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Oh, Alice. Do you need to say anything, or do you want me to say what it is? Someone call heads or tails. Oh, well, I'll flip it again. Someone call heads or tails. Heads. 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 I want to kill Zaharis. One is probably saying like this when you when the second you say that she's like Indeed. I think metaphorical spit take, like I feel like everyone kinda has like a Issa's version of a spit take, like canonically in this moment, is like why? Like it just like blurts out like, <laughs> ah, <she's> like <laughs> Another thing I didn't think I'd mention till very later in the camping. I didn't think I'd push her that far. But... I rolled a natural twenty, so I was like, Ooh. I'll call that your your y'all's win. Hell yeah. Why? Uh huh. Because this entire civilization, this entire government, this entire seeded, rooted people of <laughs> fake benevolency all pray to the same god that they try to wean off and use as their power source to enact their heel. I'd like to kill the god that is in charge of their power. I'm sure he'll be fine afterwards. God usually can come back. Codex just very slowly raises her hand. <laughs> yeah, Issa's just kind of like, she sees Codex raising her hand, she's like, oh, okay. And then, like, I imagine she just looks at Codex to, like, start talking. I'm not, I was never super uh, religious. Uh, Zaharis is the, the sun guy? Right? Yes. 
<laughs> if he like dies or anything, does the sun go away? I'd like to see what happens. <laughs> okay. You've already helped in this enough, Codex. Well, you started most of it. And then Cornelia continued it. Let's become friends quick. Or enemies. This will be the fulcrum point. I hired Sham to get you to get the Darkroot Diamond. Oh, Shay. Completely darkens. Okay. <laughs> but any moment of any of you looking kind of like soured, you just kind of watch Kaz like very calmly, straight face, just like look at both of the, the, the beasts and they walk to the door behind you. Actually, oh I'm going to redact that and say, Shay, if you notice, there's like some smoke kind of tendrils coming out of Shay's tattoos. Noted. At, directly at the mention. I, I rolled, Codex yeah, I rolled a lot of really big, th- like I rolled a lot of things like, should I, should I, should I do this now or later? And a lot of these are like, do it now! So we're going to see where this story goes. This is a spicy meatball. It already have. At her, at her saying that Codex's ears just kind of like very slowly just drop and she's just kind of like gets this like, she's not, she's not chilling and wash anymore. She looks kind of scared. Where I I gotta know where we are in standing order. Am I is Shay near yeah. Codex? I like to imagine it's how we are right now. Okay, like, perfect. Sure. So like I'm sandwiched yeah. between you two like look one. To each other. Okay, cool. So I'm on the end next to Terrence. Got it. <laughs> Every muscle in Shay's body is tensed. <laughs> Terrence kind of like looks at you, but I'm assuming you're looking like. Oh, I'm still looking at uh, Lady Fiara, but every muscle tensed, and I don't know if you want to see if you can see the like smoke tendrils. But like they're coming out of my tattoos. As as Fiora does say that though, like, yeah, Codex's ears kinda like just drop and she gets a little like she shrinks down a little bit and she kinda like her eyes like dart over towards one. Um and then she kinda like looks back at the floor. And one opened it. The dark- oh, oh, oh. <laughs> she didn't burst into flames. The darker diamond is gone. Um what does that mean, exactly? Would you like to know the history behind the diamonds that are connected to the roots of the Dawnwood? <laughs> yes. Darren's <laughs> <laughs> watch her like, yeah! What the fuck is going on? <laughs> this is crazy, guys! This is crazy! You <laughs> see this? <laughs> I don't know anything about this, but Shay is, like, um, seething, so that is... Yeah. If I am to continue, and you all, let's say, don't see eye to eye with me, I cannot let you leave here alive. So, friends or enemies? Probably after the whole Darker Dark thing, one has not moved, period. Um, but after that last part, kind of turns and says... She starts walking a little bit towards the table. Now seeing your goals, I think we got undersold for 30000 <laughs> I have a few things I'll ask of you, if we can talk in private. We can talk here plainly. They're not their issues. Oh, darling, I think they are. <laughs> You'll help me reclaim my name. I'm in. Whoa. She like lightly just touches your hand, confused of what you mean, but shake her hand. My helmet comes off. I turn. Oh. 
And you all just see my eyes lock with all of you. I give, I think Terrence gives one a look that's like, are you sure about this? Can I, I feel like that's an easily expressed look. Like, <laughs> Cause he's, he's kind of going to follow. Do you have you, a question, right? Mr. Astonis? <laughs> Be chill, Terrence. Um, I'm going to walk up and stand next to one. I want to know why you're trying to kill a god for a fanatic's doings. Do you not believe that gods are the people who power the people of Zabroria specifically, the namesake under the god Zaharis? Gods stand for their beliefs, and the followers will interpret that however they wish. She kind of closes her eyes and has like this tiny smile. As you hear her like snap her fingers, and in walks just somebody you assume is from the Nairmont Society as, as the two beasts part and the large doors open. You watch as someone uh, walks in. She seems kind of like this like shorter girl. She looks human. Chin length hair, blonde. Maribel, show us what magic you can do. Of course, Lady Demonta. And you watch as she just kind of like just starts casting off these divination spells, or like divine spells, divination spells, abjuration spells, all things that are from the sun and the light and other stuff like that, right? And then, not like she does like a laser light show, but she does like all these different, like, you know, spells. And at a point, like, you probably watch as there's like these kind of stands that come out, like book stands that come out, and like Fiara will instruct her, like, destroy it. And like to destroy blah 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 blah, and you watch like throw a fire at it and all this other shit, whatever. And you guys are all fine. You're just kind of like watching this. At a point, like Fiara looks to Kaz, and Kaz walks over to a wall and pulls this lever. You watch it just kind of opens up to this larger, like looks like almost like he goes up into a conical shape, extended ceiling, if you will, extended room. And you watch as this girl, uh, Maribel, casts like something that makes this like firestorm up there. It's it's pretty mm. hot when you guys are standing out there. It's just like burning you, but it's 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 immense huge that could take out two or three buildings, maybe more. Cool. Fiara just kinda like watches all of that. Watches Maribel. And you watch as Fiara just like quickly like quickly just like it's like this like red blood leaves her lip and like come and goes like arcane blood, it's not real. Mm. But like leaves her lip and kind of comes down her arm to her finger and she points at Mirabelle. Now without your magic, destroy that golem. And you watch as this like golem made of books kind of comes up and goes towards Mirabelle and Mirabelle like can't cast anything. And like she starts running. She starts like, and she like, if anybody moves towards her, like, like Fiara, the beast or Kaz will be like, stop. As you watch as like this like giant, like 10, 12 foot tall, Gollum made of books, like, is trying to, like, kill this, like, five-foot-six girl um, that can't cast anything, and she's freaking out, and she's, like, at the edge of a wall, like, kind of begging uh, Lady DeMarta to stop, and Lady DeMarta, like, stops, and the books all drop. She is a priestess of Zaharis. That's the same thing as taking magic from a wizard. <sighs> it is, in a way. I'm not killing Zaharis to take away magic. I'm killing Zaharis. I'm trying to. To see who in this very seedy city is getting away with the things they can do and who won't be able to do it in the time that there is no sun. <laughs> Comparing it to the theme of before, I'm flooding the sewers to see the rats come out to the light. What I'm hearing is that she is she's killing she's killing Zaharis to see who 
is like who's abusing the power Mm. like right like who is using Zahara's power to abuse their stature or whatever. Basically, so yeah, like, like one, if anybody thinks this is crazy, you're allowed to think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not like, guys, crazy. you guys are like, this is not crazy, you're crazy, you spent five dollars on a sandwich. Like, I mean, standing like, up there next to her, I'm not agreeing to kill the god for her, I'm just agreeing that I'm like, I want to see where the fuck this goes. My curiosity is moving. Yeah, she, she, she is basically like, uh, like, she's she kind of has already told her story. She feels scorned, and she knows it's from the Berg, and she wants to know who, where, what, how, why. Mm. Mm. And currently, she's a bull. She does not know. She's the bull of the Nairmont Society, which is the couriers, the notoriety, all documentation guild, right? Mm. Like, not necessarily NSA, which is the Onyx Security. She, that means she has records of probably all of the Berg's existence. The what's, The census. <laughs> Literally. The Prothonotary. Who, who, who knows? Yeah, right. The Prothonotary. If, who knows, like, how far all that stuff and back? Maybe that's all the history of the bird. She doesn't know. It makes a little sense why she's going to the extreme, kind of. I mean, I never really cared for gods, but it is a bit extreme to want to remove one. And yet it is the only way I could ever find out who did what to me, my family, and my people. And to countless others. Yeah, she seems kind of valid. She seems kind of valid, but, you know. Behind you is the history of the Berg. Not a drop of information. Other than we all celebrate the Dawnwood, Zaharis, the sun. I have my faith that the higher powers can find a way to come back to, to life if they are removed from it. I also don't necessarily care. If the God of the Sun is removed, I'm sure another one will pick up. There are plenty, if not thousands, of lesser gods. Not like the gods care too much about us. But I know the effects of the War of the Gods have been implemented and passed down through generations. And for my family, when we were in charge, we chose to lead a society through what people could do without the gods. The people of the Berg did not like that. They did not like our take on, let the gods be what the gods do and we will rule as we rule separate from them. It is fine if you believe. It is fine if whatever. We are not a theocratic society. You do not have to lay dominion to the eventide church. And we were killed for it. Cursed. Wiped out. Raised. I cannot find an alternative. It might be extreme, but at least we'll find out. Maybe. Maybe not. But at least I can take power away from the assholes in charge. That is the only way I see. She then kind of just like traces your eyes along the four of you still sitting there. If you your eyes meet hers, they meet hers. If they don't, they don't. Issa's eyes meet hers. Um, she's still standing there after giving her slight nod and is... She's being... She's trying to present as like indifferent to this whole thing, even though she had somewhat of a reaction earlier. Codex is probably still staring at the floor and it's just processing. <laughs> I mean, Shay's still staring at her, so like, right, anyway. um, she has not. She watched like the whole Maribel thing, but I think has changed her eye direction between one and Codex periodically. But it's been like that very slow movement between like one to the next. And I don't know if she's trying to be sneaky about it or not, but she's, like, very barely moving. Fiara probably, like, readjusts her eyes to you. Make a ghost roll. 
14? 14. The, the ghost of the woman you saw when you guys were last, since that's like the last connection you had. Uh, yeah. You feel that sever as you watch next to Fiora, you see two ghosts, and they look like... They look like Phoebe and Tan Kaz's parents. Oh my god. And they just kind of, they just kind of look like they're there. Non-cognitive ghosts. Like they're just mm. there. Gotcha. You don't know how long they've been roaming, maybe. Yeah. And they're just standing You've seen this before, side. probably. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They're just probably standing like on the other side of behind Fiara for like a brief moment. And then um, I'll give you. Do you already have persuasion? I mean, I am proficient in it, but I will um, never not. Do you have expertise in persuasion? Uh, no. Okay. You can have expertise in persuasion until you connect to a next ghost. Nope. But she probably is like deadlocked into your eyes still. So. I think. I'm gonna assume I was probably looking at one when I saw them pop up, so I like turned to her and I'm not looking directly at yeah. her, but I was looking behind her. And then when I see her eyes lock with me, it'd be like a slow movement directly into hers. Shadow Elf? You're not from the Berg, are you? that obvious, is it? As an outsider myself, I can kind of recognize the... the air of it. Mm. What are you thinking? Or how are you feeling? Two very different things, but I'm with you. And I would love one day to... exchange knowledge. One on one, if you'd be amenable. Do you start walking over to her? No. Okay. If you do walk over here just now, I do not apologize for stealing from your land. <laughs> At that moment, <laughs> the entire room goes dark. Centered on Shay. Gotcha. Darkness. Okay. Yeah. When you cast darkness, it's probably dark for everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, you do see the glow of Fiara and Kaz's eyes. Excellent. Oh, creepy. Can they see my green at all? They can, but, but nobody yeah. else can. No. Yeah, yeah, So, in that case, as soon as she says that and goes darkness, and she realizes they can see through it, she's going to walk just stupidly close to Fiara directly in her face. Would you like this to be secret? Are okay. you that much? Yes. Yeah, you kind of... Everybody hears Kaz say something in some language. Nobody speaks Abyssal, right? Oh, I was between Abyssal and Primordial, and I chose Primordial. Casimir chants something really quick, and for everybody but Shay and Fiara, you will be deafened for this moment. Whatever task you were given to protect those things are the assignments of gods wanting to keep things hidden from the natural world. I can't blame you for your attachment to such things. Because they weren't the ones that told me directly. These diamonds are powerful things that should not be treated with disregard. But they also hold secrets that can help everyone. After a very long moment. Still in darkness. I concede to you that my knowledge may be tainted. And I would love to learn things from your perspective. But that does not erase my entire history. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to uncover truths and history shut away. Would you like to know what that 
diamond held in it. Yes. Well, around it. The diamonds are wrapped in old roots of the Dawnwood, turned into pure gold string. Each diamond has the power of a thousand wish spells to keep that golden chain around it, that golden cage, whatever you want to call it, kept. And in each golden chain is a trespasser god from the War of the Gods asleep. And I'm hoping through the knowledge of old gods reborn, reawakened from their slumber, I might learn how to access Sahoris. Since all other greater gods such as them are locked behind the divine gate. Do you think this could be what is draining the land? I don't think so. Those have been there since before the end of the Cosmic Divide. It lasted for millennia, two, three. They've been there longer than anybody here. Currently in this room, presently. And I was born right around the time that the Cosmic Divide ended. Almost 400 some years ago. Well then, for the sake of knowledge, I'll aid you in whatever way I can. If you return the favor. She like closes her eyes and breathes. I'll try my best. To the best of my ability. And Likewise. I mean that. Darkness drops and... And death darkness drops. <laughs> and you just see shit up here. Just <laughs> face to face. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you turn in and stay next to one in Terrence? No, she's going to stay where she is. On I'm going to assume what's like the other side, but like still next to Vera. Shay does not want to be near Connie. Fair. Um, so she'll be on the opposite so side. So like next to Kaz almost? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> As Con do you do you like regain space and like kind of like muster your way back? Yeah, the second she gets here again, she just like kind of like stops and like kind of like hugs herself and just stays against the wall and is just like looking at everyone and she looks so fuck like she's scared. <laughs> oh, she's a scared little bunny in a corner. <laughs> she's Ziggy. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Oh. Isa's like. Okay, so can you tell us about the diamonds? I'm- Yes, I will be- <laughs> Yeah! I asked her, like, she's like, okay, anyway, I'm not going to come stand over there because then we'd all be looking out at your office and, like, I feel like we're trying to have a conversation. Uh, uh, um, I, I do want to mention- she, her eyes do kind of spin. I didn't tell anybody to do that, necessarily, so. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, no, I know. I'm just- it, this is kind of more for my- this is kind of more for my adventuring party in the sense that, like, I don't think we need to be this serious about it. It's serious, but, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think you need to s stand next to her. Cause, again, like, if we all, if we all do that, then I can't, I can't. Okay, anyway, can you... Once Issa says that, too, like, that's probably the only time you see Fiora, like, kind of, like, break, like, the seriousness. She's like, I didn't tell him to do that. <laughs> I'll return to my post um, facing her. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of, like, turns to wherever Codex is and then back to Wash and says, Codex Amala? Felix? We... 
<laughs> Your name's not Dave, Issa says. Uh, <laughs> Are we going to have a problem? His name's Wash. Is it? Apologies. Wash. Good ex -mana. When she says her name, she flinches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Choice. You have a choice. Let's agree with you or die. <laughs> it's not join or die. It is if you want the information that is repeatedly being asked. I cannot tell you within good conscience of not trusting you. And I will repeat for everybody who has said they would like to make this friendship. If you do betray me, I will kill you. End of my research, I know of the darkest places in the Berg, so you will never be found. So it's less of a join die and more of a betray die. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a, if you say yes, then I'll tell you, but then if you, if you fucking betray me, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. She has a nice little smile on her. <laughs> I think Issa's just staring directly at her and, like, unflinching. It's just like, mmm. At this point in time, I've not hidden anything from you at this point from the starting FUCKING PLAY! At this fucking play! <laughs> um... It's just doing donuts around your home. It's just like, woohoo! Um, the plane is drifting in the air. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Burbank drift. <laughs> at this point in time, I have not hidden anything from you. From the start of this meeting forward. Sure. I was not my complete self when we first have spoken before. I've laid everything out on the desk, the table, whatever you call it. I don't know what this thing is. It's just I've never in front seen of me. It before. I just sit here. <laughs> no, yeah, but no, no, but uh, I've laid everything out bare. I'm not hiding anything. And that just seems like insight worthy because she's making such bold claims like not bold claims but like bold proclamations of what she's doing yeah you guys should hold insight because the moment you guys leave here like casimir's pickpocket you on be like what idiots <laughs> like, there are no gods i'm taking a leap of faith towards people i might see possible kinship in relation to our struggles so i'll ask again could examala wash If you erase my name from however you found it, sure. She like stammers for a second then. Your name is part of the Berg. Your birth given name, any changed name. This is not a changed name I know of, and I cannot necessarily erase it from the books without having somebody wondering why the bull of the Naramont Society in charge of notoriety, the census, among other things, erase your name without having peering eyes, wondering what the bull's doing. I'm not the only one who knows things, which is why I've made some less than wanted allies in these times. It's okay, we all have names we don't want to hold on to. Whether they be ours or others. I cannot erase it, of course, but I or refer to you how you'd like to be referred to. Ally. Ally. <laughs> <laughs>
Fuck it. Sure. Codex! <laughs> Immediately, like... <laughs> Second, she, like, looks at her, Codex finally, like, meets her eyes, and then immediately is just, like, looking at everybody else. And her ears are still, like, completely flat. And she's like... I'm sorry, so we're all just cool with trying to kill the sun god. That's- we're going with this now. We're cool with that. We, we never agreed to actually- like, I feel like we never said we're going to kill the god for you, and I kind of looked at her for reassurance, I mean- but you do not get a you do not get a reassured look back. I'll tell you what. But <laughs> for now, I feel like we're agreeing that we accept this information and we're not going to do anything to stop you. Obviously, if that's something you want to do, I'm. <laughs> I, I I don't know. If, I mean, if her eyes were laser beams, it would feel like in the back of your head. What's what you're saying? I I I. I Isa's like loudly sighing, like. Codex. <sighs> <laughs> Do you know history? <laughs> Any history? Can you read a book, idiot? <laughs> All of it? No. <laughs> Are you a literate? Isa. <laughs> Can you read? <laughs> I don't know all of history, but is it not- so no what- like, we- we were having issues trying to kill a guy who's- WHY ARE YOU NOT FREAKING OUT ABOUT THIS?! Issa, how many times has this happened in history? A god has disappeared from someone's reign. Uh, only one has disappeared and died recently. And by recently, I mean in the history of Zabaria. Like, a couple weeks ago, I was working a 9 to 5. I don't know if you think that you can kill a god, but I don't think I can. <laughs> Fiara said we start at the bottom. If I thought I knew how to do it by myself, it would have been done by now. Well, I'm not necessarily asking you to kill a god. I'm telling you these are what my goals are and these are what my goals align. I already have some allies who are assisting me with this. And you watch, there's this, like, face of disdain when she says that. You want to tell us who they are? Lady Arathia Burke, Ball of the Onyx Obscurity. Yeah, we know that. You know I was in work with her? Well, why else? If one was the one that opened the diamond or whatever it is, we saw her when- and you hired Sham, obviously, we saw her talking to Arathia and Kess at the freaking thing and then she came back without memories is that what you did what is that what you forgot i did not remove anybody's memories i was not really involved with whatever that plot was all i did was have the dark root diamond placed in the silent museum arathia said she'd take care of the rest it's codex is just like trying to figure out what the fuck to say and she's like but why so if you were the one that got sham to get me to steal it from the museum why not just have me give it to you? Why trust something like that to Arathia? She's the bull of the Onyx Obscurity. She can get away with whatever. I don't trust Arathia as far as I can throw her. But she is also curious about gods and what happened to the ones that we never read about in the annals of history. So... You don't trust her at all, but you handed her a magic bomb? Is that- I, I'm not- it's- this is not- does this check out to anyone else? She's like looking at everybody else. <laughs> Arathia cares about one thing, learning. I can trust her in that. She's not a good person, necessarily. However, I do not believe she would take a god and go willy-nilly with the information or presentation I gave to her. We both wanted to find out what was in it. She had a safer way of doing it. 
Was it seedy? Was it wrong? Yes. She hired low-level adventurers from the Red Raven Adventuring Guild to cut the wire around the... Oh, I haven't even told you all. If we are all making this pact now... Yes, not an agreement if we all understand. Slight nod for Misa. Codex still doesn't. You don't? Mm-mm. Chaos. Come on, I want another year. <laughs> I don't say that out loud. <laughs> I'm... Codex. Why? Like, I don't... Like, I don't get it. Why are we... This doesn't make any freaking sense. Codex, this is how we deal with number five. This is the pro- this is the cause of number five! Yes, and this is how we deal with number five. We don't have to do- this is kind of the vague idea we have from here. We're gonna get information. It might not be that we do something this drastic. We might find a smarter way. But it is the way. She kind of- she kind of gets really quiet, and one, she gives you a very long look, and it's like she's studying you, and this is- probably like the most um intense look you've ever seen from her like she's there's no like silliness or any happiness there at all she's just staring at you for a second um and then she kind of like uh she nods and she's like fine i'm trusting you no so we're all in agreement. <laughs> the dawnwood is a very old tree i'm sure we all know about it the first light that touched the land of Zabraria from Zahoris, created with the help of the goddess Yofet, the goddess of nature, made the tree known as the Dawnwood, the sun tree, whatever you want to call it. The wood of golden light, the tree of sun, whatever you want to call it. The roots crafted these rocks that eventually made diamonds. If you know anything about spell casting, one of the most powerful spells in the entire universe is the spell Wish. These diamonds carry the power of a thousand wishes in them, it is said. If you were to secure this diamond in your hands, you could make a wish exactly how you wish it with no consequence, it is said. We have discovered, myself and Arathia, some of these diamonds have gold wrapping around them, like gold string, almost like what gem cutters or, or witches might have around their neck. A gem lined in a silver cage, how they wrap it on their necklace. It is a gold wrapping. Apparently the trespasser gods have been put to sleep. And they're wrapped around some of these diamonds. The Darkroot Diamond, for anybody who knows anything about the Grove, was one that was easier seen by mortal eyes and not hidden underground. So I procured it and I took it. How? I cut a deal with one of the villages out there. A village of humans. Do you remember the name? Yes, it was... The, the Deera village. I lied. I said I'd give it back. To honor my word, I had it stolen. It's out of my hands. It sat in the Berg for a few years, and then eventually it was stolen by Codex, hired by Sham, hired by Arathia. It was delivered to Arathia, 
and then Sean hired an adventuring group to go find the stolen diamond, which they found in the Onyx Obscurity. Who is this group? We didn't have a name. It was a group of four of us. Um, you didn't know each other beforehand. You weren't really told much. You weren't really told anything. It was supposed to be a simple get in, get out. Get the thing. We didn't even know what the thing truly was. And you achieved your directive? No, because Arathia lied to you. Don't worry, I got the debrief. As <laughs> if we failed, but... Arathia promised them if they cut the wire, she'd give them the diamond. Since no one really knows about the wire, they know about the diamond. Solved, solved, solved. What came out of the wire was a trespasser god. And that is where we found out all of this information that these wires contain the defeated trespasser gods of the Cosmic Divide, the War of the Gods. Where is this god now? Lord Kess. She took the diamond with the power of a thousand wishes and wished to tether herself to Kess. Kessak. So now they are one. Or he's bound to her. Bound to her. Yeah, I think... Uh, Issa probably has, like, a... Issa doesn't falter often, but I think she probably, like, does one of those, like, double blinks where she's like, wait. Um, so, you released the god of pain and suffering, who is now tethered to Arathia and walking around Zebraria. She kind of, like, rolls her eyes and, like, looks to the god she doesn't like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently so. We didn't know what was out, was going to come out of it. That is when we found out. Well, okay. to be fair, that's when Arathia found out, and then she told me what she did. So now Arathia is tethered to Kesak, or vice versa. And Arathia has a super powerful diamond. No, she used the diamond to tether herself. Okay, so the diamond's out of play now. Okay, well, that's one win, I guess. Just as soon as Issa's like, safe release the god of pain and suffering. Like, the second she hears that, like, she's probably, when she agreed to whatever, she kind of sidled over next to one, um, which is Wash over there, too? I don't know. Um, but she's probably there, and, like, one, you're probably close enough that the whole time people were talking, you could just hear, like, a very faint, like, tap, 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 because Codex's foot is just, like... <laughs> happening really fast um and the second that isa says the, the that we release the god of pain and suffering she like grabs onto your arm and it's like i don't know if your armor is like full bracer but it's like a death grip on like your lower arm <laughs> she's like bracing herself from hearing that when you do that she kind of like puts her hand on yours and she takes the armor like completely off and like puts her hand on your shoulder or something Best friends. Best friends. Yeah. Just kind of that, like, yeah, like I'm here with you. Yeah, kind of gives you that look, yeah. too. Um, and she, like, she whispers, we can talk about it later. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> In case anybody needs, like, a refresher or anybody at home needs a refresher, refresher um, I can just say it for you, but we can say Issa says this in-game. If anybody needs a quick recap, if people are, like, look, like, if Codex is looking confused, if Shay's looking confused, if anybody's like, I don't know things about gods, like, 
Um, Issa probably would quickly explain. Hold on, hold on. I feel like I need to explain this before people make decisions on how they feel about this proposition from Viara. I'm sensing some of you aren't necessarily well-versed in religion, which makes sense, but here's a quick breakdown so you can make an informed decision. And Issa just, like, looks at her friends. Um... Basically, what we know is that the world or the universe was started by a being we call the Oracle. So the Oracle's thoughts birthed who we now know as the greater gods. The first being the Fair Fathers, the Horus, the God of the Sun, and then the Moon Mother, Quidona, Goddess of the Moon. Uh, there were actually 24 more greater gods, uh, but the first lesser god was Benlodal, the son of Zaharis and Quedona, and he's considered lesser because he wasn't made directly by the Oracle. So Benlodal didn't like the stick he drew in life when it came to power and such, and after a while, during the early stages of the world, he convinced other gods, both greater and lesser, that they should also be angry about the sticks they drew in life with power and such. Uh, so those gods banded together and wanted to destroy everything, so the oracle and the world, by killing everyone alive and decimating it. So they weren't necessarily good guys. Um, they're actually called trespasser gods, and their disdain for their situation and decision to destroy everything was actually the start of the cosmic divide, which is the war of the gods, which is literally what made the universe it is today. Just to be clear though, not all trespasser gods are gods of like bad things or vices, like the god of truth sided with Benlodal and the god of death sided with the oracle. Uh, everyone on the oracle side and the world side were called stalwart gods. They fought for millennia against Benlodal and the other trespasser gods, and only one greater god died, which was and still is a huge shock because everyone assumed greater gods couldn't die, but I guess they can, and Issa kind of glances to Fiara. Uh, the, the greater god who died was the Blood Mother, uh, Ventra, the goddess of life, and she was a trespasser god and also Benlodal's lover. Uh, so after that, things kind of get fuzzy in history, but the trespasser gods and the stalwart gods left our plane to fight somewhere else, and we know the stalwart gods won, and Benlodal was locked away forever until a cult brought him back, and Rogue Khan stopped him for good, hopefully, uh, 50 years ago. But what Fiara is saying is that all the trespasser gods, gods of things like violence and chaos and pain, have been locked underneath Zebraria in these golden wires around the diamonds? So, Fiara, do you think is going for more? That was the plan originally. We haven't really touched it in a while. She's still studying Kessak, from what I believe. And we're also trying to figure out how, with this knowledge, do we think we can get to Zaharis? What we're working with? Unlocking all those gods, and maybe the Divine Gate will open. Can we kill her? Arathia? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you watch Fiara turn to one because she knows one knows. <laughs> I mean, you can try, but go ahead and try to stop someone tied to a god. I would love to. I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Uh, <laughs> Issa's just going to be like, One can we... hold up her arm. It's like, if you want to join her army, then go ahead. 
army. I'll be the first to admit that I don't know everything that Arathia does. The moment I see any type of Sorry for the amount of times it's been said today, pointing at, at, at Issa. The moment I see any type of trespass, then I am going to cut ties and also potentially see what I can do about Miss Burke. But I'd like to know about an army she potentially is raising. As would I. When we were down there, Kuzal didn't like that Arathia did what she did, being from the Grove. So, Kuzan did exactly what you would have done. Tried to kill her. Mm-hmm. And promptly died. And then came back. Happy to serve Arathia. I see. And this was after she was tied to the skull? Yes. Hmm. So she has the most powerful bodyguard and he has the most debilitating handicap. I could have assumed at least. Now, she kind of like stands up. This is all as we've said, as Isabella has said, not my goals for now. That is me being transparent of where I'd like to get, what I'd like to do, and what I deserve to achieve and potentially all of you what we will focus on currently is getting you set up here in the third circling back to you all being adventurers new adventurers of that being the prominent ones like i said earlier the rats and the sewers i can have the ability to send you places and it be seen as you being adventurers but if we work together, we can be uncovering a plot of whatever the fuck is going on in the Berg. Agreed. This is not a tomorrow's adventure solved today. This is a long haul. I'm putting my trust in you and asking you to put it in me. How does this work if we're also tied to Lady Seraphima? She has a hand in this. I don't know if you know your aunt very well, but she is very much a hand of corruption in this burg. And she's one of those people on the list. I'd like to find out a lot of what she has mulling around her head and her ability to influence. You do know that she is messing with the wilds as well. Yes. Great. Which is exactly why maybe the first thing is a Slaying the beast in the wilds for Miss Lady Seraphima. Who knows? I'll have to figure it out. We have to seem like we're playing nice with her. I have to seem like I'm doing this just out of the whim of a bull. We have my brother to look out for. We have her to look out for. Her own agents to look out for. And whatever hidden eyes might be Mulling around the shadows of this sun city. Are there any other higher-ups, bulls, other people like Lady Seraphima that we should be keeping an eye on? Or keeping an eye out for that could potentially see through this? 
or get a little too curious. At this time now, the one I keep my eye out for most is Baron Bicerin. He's the bull of the Moira Parliament. So he basically leads the government under the king. Mm-hmm. Let's make light of all this. For now, I'm going to dismiss you. Kaz, Samir. Why don't you take our nice friends out for a nice dinner? Lovely. And that is where we're going to take, end today's episode. Woohoo! Oh, jeez. Oh, I got so much information. The Table is Yours releases episodes in video and podcast format every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific. You can follow The Table is Yours everywhere by the handle at T-T-I-Y-D-N-D. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you at the table next time.